being on the podium for both Olympic and sprint distances recalibrated my thinking and thought, okay, you know, maybe I can take this somewhere and see how far I can go. It's just been that kind of journey, taking the opportunities as they come and kind of embracing that. Welcome to IP Talk with Wolf Greenfield. Jazz Lee is a shareholder in Wolf Greenfield's chemical and materials technologies practice. She works with clients on IP strategy development and execution. Jazz particularly enjoys helping startup companies identify their most valuable intellectual property and best strategies to protect that IP. Additionally, Jazz serves as chair of Wolf Greenfield's diversity committee. And if all that isn't enough, she's a competitive triathlete. Jazz, thank you for joining us today. What are your current responsibilities and focus areas at Wolf Greenfield? Yeah, so I've been at the firm for 19 years now. I started out as a technology specialist going through the ranks, going up to um, associate and counsel and shareholder. I now help manage the IP portfolios of several firm clients. They range from small startups to universities and to multinational corporations. My technical background is in chemistry, so I manage clients that are typically in the life sciences, medical device spaces, and clean energy areas, anything that involves chemistry and materials. What brought you to law? I just felt like I didn't want to focus in one area of science. And at the time, I was in a a PhD lab group that was very multidisciplinary, and I love that aspect of it. I was trying to find a career where I could apply those similar interests and skills, and uh, patent law seemed to be a really great fit in terms of giving me that variety of different disciplines, but then also being super intellectually challenging and analytical. And I love that aspect of my job. Is that variety one of the things that attracts you to startups? Because with a big company, folks end up in a niche of some sort, but with a startup, people have got to be, in a sense, jack of all trades, Uh, have to know a lot about a lot of different things. Yeah, exactly. I love working with startups. You feel like, you know, you're really adding value to their business and trying to understand where they are going through as a company with financing and uh, trying to build their portfolio. The advice that you give them, they, they really trust you as a legal advisor and I feel like you can add a lot of value and input into their, their strategy. You're also chair of the uh, firm's diversity committee at uh, Wolf Greenfield, and a lot has happened in the past couple of years. Can you give us a little update there? What's the committee doing these days? Yeah, we think been quite productive. It's quite a high priority for our firm to promote a diverse and inclusive workspace. So we've been quite active in this area. And uh, two main goals that we've reached last year that we're quite proud of was reaching Mansfield certification and instituting a diversity and inclusion billable hours requirement. To give you some background, the Mansfield certification, it measures whether firms have considered at least 30% of historically underrepresented groups for leadership and governance roles, equity partner promotions, formal client pitch opportunities, and senior lateral positions. And so these underrepresented groups include women, people of underrepresented racial or ethnic groups, LGBTQ lawyers, and lawyers with disabilities. So we were able to achieve the Mansfield Plus certification for that. And for the DNI billables requirement, it allows our attorneys and tech specs to earn up to 100 qualifying DNI hours that count towards the annual billable hours requirement. So the diversity committee worked hard with the firm's management teams and outside consultants to implement these programs at the firm. One of the things that you're involved with outside of the firm is triathloning. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved. Yeah, so it started back in COVID, actually. Back in 2020, when COVID first started, right before that time, we decided to 
have some step competitions within the firm. And so each practice group, we started in the chemical materials group and challenged another practice group to promote some sort of friendly competition and team camaraderie. That was super fun and kind of sparked the competitive instincts in some of us. So that was the beginning of, you know, just trying to find something to kind of keep us going during that time. And I thought that having a a goal of some sort, you know, something that I don't want to achieve during the COVID time, we weren't sure how long it would last at the time. During that time, I ended up potting with another family who was pretty active and we would go on vacations together and kind of swim, bike and run just for fun. And we mentioned, oh, we should try triathlon next year. And so next year we signed up for one. I did three that year and you know, end up qualifying for nationals. And so just kind of took it one step at a time and went from there. Ended up qualifying for nationals. That's some achievement for somebody who just started off doing this. Yeah, yeah. It, it, triathlon, it, it requires um, quite a bit of a, <laughs> an uphill battle to figure out all the different parts of it. When you first start out, you know how to swim, bike and run kind of, but then there's all these other things like transitions and trying to make your swim, bike and run more efficient. And so it's kind of a, a rabbit hole, a sink, as, as you will of trying to optimize each of those disciplines. So it's been quite a huge learning experience, but a ton of fun. Of those three, what was your strongest and weakest when you first started? Oh, well, it's it's still the same. Uh, So the strongest is my bike. And just just because I've been biking just for fun, I commute to work by bike when I go in. And then weakest is definitely swimming. And it's just so technical and not having done a ton of swimming as I grew up and kind of paying for it now as an adult. Well, swimming is one thing if you're in the lane of an Olympic-sized pool or if you're in the ocean or lakes by yourself, but it's another thing altogether when you're just tossed in with a thousand other people and everybody's flailing away. Uh, What's that like? Oh, geez. Yeah, that's my least favorite part of the sport, I think. I train at a pool and I love having the lines and the lane lines, the calm water. And then open water is fine if it's, you know, just by yourself. But then when you have at a hundred other people beside you and you're kind of crawling on, on top of each other, that's it's something definitely to get used to. And I'm, I think I'm still trying to figure that out myself. 2023 World Triathlon Sprint Relay World Championships were in Germany. You were part of Team USA. What was that experience like for you? That was my first international triathlon competition. And it was pretty amazing to be racing with so many accomplished women and such an honor to represent the U.S. The race was right in the city of Hamburg, Germany. It was really beautiful to be there. There was a a lake right in the the heart of the city. They closed down the streets and you said a ton of people cheering for you. I heard that it might have been the largest triathlon in the world because they had professionals there racing at the same time, age groupers like me, and an open race for anyone who could join as well several thousands of people racing. It was quite the experience. And out of those several thousand, you were 21st in your age group, second for Team USA. Were you pleased with that effort, that performance? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I I didn't have any expectations um, in terms of placement going in. I was just really happy to be there. And yes, super proud to represent the U.S. Like I said, great to meet my teammates. One thing that I found most memorable about this race was the bike portion. It's the first time I had done a draft legal race, which means you come right up close behind the wheel of the other riders in their slipstream to take advantage of their aerodynamics. This race was really different from the typical races I do, where when you're on a typical triathlon bike, you have to be 15 feet behind other riders. But here you're you're up nice and close. 
And it's very strategic between choosing whether to draft and ride in a pack of 10 other riders or, or make a surge ahead, which involves using more energy. But it was just so exhilarating and a ton of fun. And it's moments like these that make me really love racing and, and want to keep doing it. You mentioned a couple of years ago that you started, uh, you and a group of folks at Wolf, you, you start in a very informal way, just as most of us would, I suppose. And then you've made that transition to competing for Team USA and becoming pretty competitive. Was there a moment or an experience or was it a gradual thing that brought you from sort of the casual triathlete into a more competitive one? For me, it was gradual. There wasn't one particular race or, or anything, but qualifying for nationals was a big thing for me. And going to nationals, just not really knowing where where I stood or where I stacked up against other triathletes, just because it was so new to me at the time. It's, it was my second year of triathlon when I was in nationals, and I had my best race there at the time. It's actually the first time I'd done an Olympic distance I just remember getting off the bike, starting the run, and then I'm like catching up and passing these Team USA people. And I was like, oh, I must be doing really well. And then just being on the podium for both Olympic and sprint distances, it kind of just recalibrated my thinking and thought, oh, okay, you know, maybe I can take this somewhere and uh, see how far I can go. So for me, it's just been that kind of journey, just taking the opportunities as they come and kind of embracing that and seeing where it goes. What opportunities are coming up? What's on your schedule? Yeah, so my next big race is the Olympic Distance World Championships in Ponte Vedra, Spain, and also as a part of Team USA. And then I also qualified for Team USA for both the Sprint and Olympic World Championships for 2024. So that's going to be high on my priority list. Also qualified to run the Boston and New York City marathons next year. So we'll have to see how those fit in as well. How do you fit in your training and your competition schedule with everything you have, your all your work and your home responsibilities? Attorney, uh, mother, triathlete, how do you get it all done? It definitely takes a lot of time management and focus, but I'm lucky enough that my job is very portable and I can take it with me wherever I go. And honestly, all areas of my life kind of feel like a team sport and I would be able to do it alone. At work, I have an amazing group of attorneys, tech specs, support staff, and uh, people in different departments who help me out with my cases and my initiatives. They're typically aware of my travel schedule and they know how to reach me when needed. At home, we have an au pair who helps up with our kids and works with our schedules. And our family is just really understanding and supportive of my schedule. And then I have, I train with several coaches as well, like a personal coach who prepares my training schedule and works around my work and family commitments. And then also swim, bike and run coaches who help me with different aspects of each discipline. And then a ton of training partners I train with in all disciplines who who helped me get through tough workouts. So it's a lot, but it all does come together. And um, it's super fulfilling to be able to race while balancing work and, and home life. All this time training, does it help clear your mind at all? Any moments of inspiration out there? It definitely helps clear my mind. I sit at my desk all day for work and I'm so focused on things sometimes that my head hurts. And it's uh, <laughs> sometimes I break that up by putting training in the middle or the end of the day. And that really gives me that mental break um, that allows me to kind of go back to what I'm doing. But, you know, training it does remind me of how grateful I am to have a job that's so rewarding and intellectually challenging. It has the flexibility to allow me to do what I do. So definitely find that training is super helpful for me in that aspect. Our thanks to Jazz Lee for joining us on this episode of IP Talk with Will Greenfield. We hope you'll subscribe to our series of conversations related to IP matters on Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
For more information on legal matters related to IP, we invite you to visit our website at www.wolfgreenfield.com. Thanks again for joining us on this edition of IP Talk with Wolf Greenfield.